everyone, this is Paula Gamble-Grant with Refresh, and this is Wednesday Wonderment number 62. This past summer, I led a few retreats out in this lovely, lovely space in Portland called the Grotto. It's got beautiful gardens and a meditation room and a chapel, and it's just a lovely spot, a very spiritual space in the heart of Portland. And as is typical when I lead a retreat, I invite people during this time to slow down and to remind them that there's nothing during this time they need to solve or fix or figure out. It's a time for being, not doing, for enjoying, not strategizing or planning. I had a chance to debrief with the group afterwards and listening in for the ways that they had experienced God inviting them to be present to love. Uh, as they were participating in the retreat, as they were walking the labyrinth, as they were journaling, as they were looking at nature. There was one gal in particular whose heart was so very stirred. And at the debrief, she had very tender tears of gratitude for the time and the space to pull away and linger with God. At the end of the time, I shared a little bit about refresh, different things we offer, about spiritual direction and retreats and the opportunities for growth and deeper, deeper companionship on the journey. And uh, it's what, four months later and seemingly out of the blue last week, God brought this person to my heart. And when this happens, I typically take it as an invitation to pray for them. I had no idea why that person was on my heart, but I remember lifting her to God's love and care in whatever she was facing. I shouldn't be surprised anymore when things like this happen, but the very next morning I received an email. Hi Paula, I don't know if you remember me, but I was on a retreat you led this summer at the Grotto, and I feel like I'm having a crisis of faith, and I wondered if you have room in your schedule for spiritual direction. I think I really need that. I can meet Wednesdays and Fridays. Please let me know. Well, it was Wednesday, and I emailed her back telling her that the Lord had brought her to heart just 12 hours earlier and that I had prayed for her, and I told her I had two slots open this very day. She came, and she sat, and she talked about her faith being disrupted by a book on theology that she was reading, and if she felt like it really put God in a box. She felt God was so much bigger than the box. I shared with her a line from one of my favorite poems by Edwina Gately. And uh, this line from her poem says this, God ran away when we imprisoned her and put her in a box. After we giggled a little, she said very tenderly, I can't believe you remembered me. I can't believe that you prayed for me. The instant I saw that this morning in that email, I felt like God was saying, I'm bigger than the box. Ha! Yes, God is bigger than our boxes. How easily I try to grasp the mystery and the immensity of God, of whom his love, we're told, surpasses our understanding I try to grasp God, this immense God, with my finite limits of language and the finite capacity of my limited human brain. And like I shared last week, I struggle letting God be God. She, in very good company, 
with a myriad of other souls with whom I'm privileged to sit, gently eked out, please tell me there's more. We talked a bit about stages of faith, how God seemingly invites us to more and more ambiguity and mystery, because these are hallmarks of intimacy. Her soul, even her posture, began to change as the resonance within her, the longing resonance of wanting to love and be loved by God grew in her. Because God is in such a box, I don't feel like going to church. Actually, I don't even want to read my Bible. I feel a little like I'm backsliding in my faith that I'm going to lose it, she said. I asked her where she felt that tension in her body, that sense she's going to lose it, the sense she was backsliding. She says it feels like a deep throb as she put her hand on her gut and womb area of her body. I asked her, is it pleasant or unpleasant? Huh, it feels, actually, it's pleasant. It feels like there's life down there. Yeah, I said, I wonder what that life down there wants. What is it throbbing for? Very clearly, she said, I want the fullness of God. These moments stun me. I'm captivated by the beauty, the throbbing, the yearning, both when I experience it in my own life and I get to companion it in others. This yearning that often feels like backsliding or a lack of faith or interest in God. A great lover of Jesus, a man by the name of Thomas Dubay, wrote this. Most significant spiritual growth is discerned as backsliding. Most significant spiritual growth is discerned as backsliding. When really what is going on, and it feels like backsliding, is that God is inviting someone to higher heights and wider widths and broader breadths and deeper depths of God's love. And as Paul's prayer in Ephesians says, this surpasses our understanding. This gal said, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. I've been hanging onto a passage of scripture all year about God enlarging my tents, believing that God wanted to enlarge his love for me, but not seeing it anywhere I went. I want this. Friends, I can't make this stuff up. Do you imprison God in a box? Do you expect God to behave certain ways and then you're disappointed when he doesn't come through? Do you long for something more? Good. There is a very significant invitation by God going on. God wooing you to deeper depths and heights and wits and breadths of his love. And I pray for you like Paul did for the Ephesians, that God may strengthen you in your inner being so that you can be filled to the full measure of the fullness of God. Courage, my friends, you're not crazy. Love is wooing you. Say yes. Until next time, peace and good to you and all whom you love. And remember, be gentle with yourselves.